0: Trusting the Truth with Samuel Tolley, where we view the world through the lens of Jesus Christ and never view Jesus Christ through the lens of the world, where God's truth supersedes the foolish ideas of man, where religion, politics, cultural ethics, and the issues of today are discussed, because that is where we live, where truth and honesty are not subjective, and God's word is the final arbiter. My twofold mission is to present an unapologetic witness of the gospel of Jesus Christ and to expose the mental chains imprisoning far too many black Americans by the Democrat party. Good evening, good evening. This is Sam Tolly, And this is um, Trusting the Truth Sam Tolley and I want to talk about a topic, Demo- demonic democrat brain lock. You know, some people just think I got this thing against the democrat party. Well, I guess I do. But it's mostly against Christians or people that say they're Christian that are in the democrat party because They purport to claim they're serving the living God, but they don't see the contradiction in many of the things that's going on in their lives and with the Democrat Party, particularly from the political spectrum. So to my Democrat Christian friends, I wanna bring a Christian, excuse me, bring a biblical reference to point out to you Before we get started on some of the things I want to share. uh, Let's look over here in Mark chapter 12, verses 30 through 31. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like. Namely, this: Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There are none other commandment greater than these. I believe that it's a Christian duty to point out error uh, when we see it in people that say they believe in Christ, and it's the loving thing to do to point it out. And I know many uh, people that say they believe in Christ that are in support of the Democrat Party. And I believe, particularly with black people, is it's based on the assumption that the Democrat Party is here to help black people. Now, when I make statements like this, I'm not automatically advocating going to the Republican Party or anything else. I'm advocating getting away from anyone that's antithetical to the word of God. In any party, any organization, any group, any friendship. Where these people are promoting things that God hates because if we're children of God, then we're supposed to line up with him. Nothing, no one, no thing or any body or nothing is supposed to come before him in our lives, period. So having said that, let's look at some of the things, some of the reasons why I take the position that I take. Recently on December, I believe it's the 13th of this year, President Biden signed signed this Respect of Marriage Act. Now, one of the things I hate about politics in general, they make up these bills with these names that are really mostly the opposite, because if they were really respecting marriage, they would look at the fact that marriage was a holy institution created by God. Matter of fact, the very first institution he created. So marriage between a man and a woman is a holy union. I don't care if you're a Christian or not. It's a holy union for everybody of every race. And when the American people decided to forego that holy union, what we in fact did was blaspheme God's institution. So they've come up with this defensive Marriage Act. Why? What was the purpose? Let's dig into a little, excuse me, a snapshot of this bill. This says the act provides statutory authority for same sex and interracial marriages. Specifically, the act replaces provisions that define for purposes of federal law marriage as between a man and a woman so for over 200 years for for most of the history of this nation and in this history of the world marriage has always been defined as a union between a man and a woman because only a man and a woman can procreate and make more people and like i said from a biblical perspective god created marriage that was the first institution he created marriage before he created Religion or politics, in fact. Let me get on. Uh, Specifically, the act replaces the provision that defines, for purposes of federal law, marriage as between a man and a woman and spouse as a person of the opposite sex. With provisions that recognize any marriage between two individuals that is valid under state law pretty soon they're going to have to do something about threesomes, foursomes. If you're going to break God's commandment, who says only two people can get married? Where'd that come from? What is that based on? The Supreme Court held that the current provisions were unconstitutional. United States versus Windsor in 2013. The act also replaces provisions that do not require States to recognize same-sex marriages from other states with provisions that prohibit the denial of the full faith and credit of any right or claim relating to out-of-state marriages on the basis of sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin. They always like to throw all this stuff in there. The Supreme Court held that the state's law bearing same-sex marriages were unconstitutional. That was in 2015, that Obergefell and Hodges, you know, when I was living in California, before this law passed, they brought it up to, they. we had two referendums on marriage. Both times the citizens of California said marriage between a man and a woman. First time we did it, they said, "Oh, um, you have to you have to change the constitution." So we changed the constitution. The second time it passed again, and then some judge said, "Nope, it's unconstitutional. People can get married." Where did he get that authority from? Just like these folks, these so-called Supreme Court justices, where did they get this authority from? <laughs> anyway. The court held that state's law barring interracial marriages were unconstitutional. Loving versus Virginia 1967. Why did they even have to go there? It's been 55 years since a state tried to enact some kind of law against interracial marriages. Even in the deep South, people of opposite colors can get married and do. This is all about protection this same-sex, homosexual, lesbian, so-called marriage things. In the eyes of God, they're not married. So in my eyes, they're not married. There's no such thing as same-sex marriage in the eyes of the living God. Therefore, there's no such thing as same-sex marriage in the eyes of a Christian. Now, the federal government, they can make any laws they want. But they're going to have to uh, stand up and account for it at one time, sooner or later. The act allows the department of justice to bring a civil action and establishes a private right of action for violations. The act does not affect religious liberties or conscience protections that are available under the constitution or federal law religious re- or require religious organization to provide goods or services to formally, Recognize or celebrate the marriage. Affect any benefits or rights that do not arise from a marriage or recognize under federal law any marriage between more than two individuals. Remember what I said? What's going to stop this? Somebody's going to come up sooner or later and say the three of us want to get married. Why shouldn't we? But going back to this earlier part where it says affect religious liberties or conscience protections that are available under the Constitution and for federal law, they wanted to. I believe it was some Republicans that tried to put in some language to stop that from happening. Clearly unconstitutional. It's going to violate our First Amendment rights of freedom of religion. But many of my Democrat friends don't realize they tried to pass this thing called H.R. 5 a few years ago that would have made churches have to hire people if they told them that they were a homosexual and they qualify for this job. They couldn't deny them on the basis of their unbiblical morality. So what's happening here is another, they, they can't just destroy our rights. So they're trying to crumble it around the edges and they continue to crumble it around the edges and they, and they crumble and crumble until they can finally get to the point where they can just eviscerate it or they get enough of the society turned upside down that they don't have to. We just walk into it and accept it. This is what's happening when Christians are not standing up and being light and salt, like they're called to be standing up for the faith, standing up against evil. The Bible was clear. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 22, stay away from every kind of evil. God made the institution of marriage. He said, man should leave his parents and cleave to his wife. He made them male and he made them female who are we to say what is right and what is wrong what do we base it on you know i mean when we start just making up stuff out of whole cloth and there's no foundation to it we can make up anything we want so we can get to the point where somebody can say i want to marry my dog and why shouldn't they because what is the basis of it i mean you know, same-sex marriage, people, they can't have kids. So if you marry your dog, your dog can't have kids. You say that two men, they can love each other, too. women, why can't a person love their dog? What, what do they and their dog do in a private city house? We may get there one day, folks. We may get there one day. God willing, we won't. So this same sex marriage is a dangerous thing. We need to watch out for people. But this Democrat' brain lock, it just it just goes over their head. I'm talking about the Christian Democrats. they just they just go along for the ride. Just like this next one. Ms. Cracker,'ve been talking about drag queens lately. Look at this one. Uh, Let me get me out the way here. Here's Ms. Cracker, drag queen. You know, this RuPaul person has a show and this person, I guess, been starring on this show for the last couple of years. You know, I saw a little clip today where Whoopi Goldberg was celebrating her birthday and had a bunch of drag queens on there. Why in God's name would anybody think watching a man defile himself dressing up like a woman is anything worth watching? Why is that? And shouldn't women be offended? I mean, I used to hear about women talking about there weren't enough good men to marry. And, you know, we got all this stuff going on where they have these transgender people in schools competing against girls. I remember years ago when the uh, women's lib was talking about rights for women and we need to do this and that for women. And now, we're not getting screwed over more than ever. I mean, they even have men in women's beauty contests. There's no respect for the woman. They talk about taking, you know, respecting women in America. They don't respect women in America with this kind of nonsense. But let's look and see what Miss Cracker, Ms. M-I-Z Cracker had to say, see. Many people don't pay attention to this stuff. They just let it go by. But the headline, said, RuPaul's Drag Race star, F family. We need to reinvent it. Ms. Cracker, a contestant on two seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race has put out the clarion call to kick down traditional family values this Christmas season. Miss Cracker, the stage name of drag queen performer, Maxwell Ellis Hiller is starring in Who's Holiday, a new show that turns uh, the Dr. Seuss character, Lou Who into a hard drinking, pill popping, very experienced woman who hates family Christian gatherings. The sentiment in the anti-Christmas show, anti-Christmas stage show, being presented in London this December and January mirrors how the radical drag queen feels. To say that Christmas is about traditional values or values of any kind anymore is pretty ridiculous, Heller told Pink News. Christ is nowhere featured in this. In America, if you look at the way people knock down the doors of shopping centers, I think you can tell that we have separated Christmas from Christ. You know, the word Christmas means Christ-mass. You know, devil wants to get rid of him and make himself God. Aside from that bit of social commentary, Ms. Cracker is not above knocking Christ out of Christmas himself, either, especially when it comes to holiday gatherings. The performer feels that Christmas gatherings should be a time to confront people over the LGBTQ agenda. This is fascinating to me. Many years ago, in the 80s, we were told, and I used to repeat this over and over, and I'll continue, oh, we don't wanna bother anybody. We just wanna be left out the closet. We just wanna live our lives. You know, I mean, we're not gonna bother your marriage and or your children or, or any of this stuff. I, I went out, to this this coffee shop um, in Tempe. They had a drag queen story hour for little kids at 9.30 in the morning on a Saturday. This stuff is real, folks. There was a situation where one person that was trying to talk to one of these drag queens the drag queen person told them to come over to their house and they'll show them a good time. If you don't think this is recruiting future people for this promiscuous lifestyle and sexual deviancy, you living in a glass bubble like this joker behind me. And I'll show you him too. See, Christians in a glass bubble, they are, they're ignoring the world around them. They're ignoring what's going on because they're content. They read their Bible. They don't bother people. They don't create problems. They pray and they go to church and. And they say God's in control, and He's going to take care of everything. And 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 you know, you know, why should I bother stuff? Because you know, you know, God God lets stuff happen, but He's in control of everything. While the world goes to hell in a handbasket, and they ignore the fact that they're supposed to be light and salt in this dark world. That they're supposed to be standing up and standing against this stuff and representing God. But they don't want to do that. So at any rate, uh, let's get this guy out of my way. Okay, there we go. Let's continue with Miss Cracker. I think any opportunity, that, I think any opportunity that we have to kick down traditional family values is welcome. Remember, I said they just said they just want to be left alone. Then it got to the point where, well, hey, why can't we be married? Why don't you guys accept us? We want your children to learn about us. They teach about, in California now, God, I don't hope it'll get out here. They teach about uh, famous um, homosexual and lesbian citizens. And, you know, when I went to school, I, I was taught about a lot of famous citizens, but I was never given a class based on people's sexual proclivities. That made them famous? Because they like to play around with somebody of the same apparati? So these folks, it, it, it's to the point now where you know they've gotten out the closet they've grabbed the reins of power in society and in government and now they're demanding that we accept them demanding that they live like us and they're coming out with the fact let's just destroy this marriage thing and this family thing altogether. it's demonic <laughs> it's nothing less than demonic I think any opportunity that we have to kick down traditional family values is welcome. He said, the way of thinking about family is old and tired, and we need to reinvent it. Cracker continued, I think that whose holiday does that? It makes fun of family. And I think it talks about chosen family and talks about the friends that really matter and what it means to have them in your life so yeah f family he added cracker went on to tell the gay-centric website that he is really worried about the usa with the possible comeback of donald trump as well as a raft of legislation that would prevent transgender athletes from erasing women's achievements in sports. Look, Donald Trump is hated by the left. Democrats, you know, when they hear the word Donald Trump, like I said, it's like Pavlo's dog. They just salivate and go nuts. And they told black folks that Donald Trump is, is racist and, 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 and hates everybody. But this, this guy doesn't want Donald Trump back because he thinks that he's bad for the LBGQT plus whatever the letter you want to throw on their group. That should tell you something. And this guy is openly saying, hey, Trump gets in there, you know. They might stop having letting dudes beat up on girls in girls' sports. He thinks it's a good thing. I'm wondering where all the Christian women are. Why ain't they raising hell behind this? Why aren't they sitting up there jumping on these people? Oh, I'll just vote for Joe. Yeah, I'm black. I'm gonna vote for Joe. Joe cares about me, and Kamala, you know, she's she 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 looks like me, so I'm gonna vote for them. I, you know, they screw my kids over, and my grandkids won't even know what they are by the time they grow up. But it don't matter. I'm a Democrat. I'm gonna do what I'm told to do. The scripture we looked at earlier about staying away from evil. This guy's talking about destroying family. The first institution, God made, (laughs) you got the, what? The Respective Marriage Act, protecting these kind of people. And this one's saying, let's just get rid of family. And make sure dudes get to keep beating up girls in their sports. I think it would be terrifying to my Trump coming back. Not just because he would be president, which is one thing, but because it would show that there is support and hatred and phobia in our country. Well, listen here. I don't know anything in America that is more hated than the Christian worldview. I don't know anybody that's more hated in America than a conservative Christian. And I definitely don't know anybody that's hated more in American that a conservative black Christian man. This person, he's scared Trump's gonna come back and Christianity is gonna be protected. Hatred and phobia, they have hatred and phobia against us. Where is our rights? Where is the rights of those that believe in the living God? He said, Cracker also insisted that the time to apply logic to the issues is over. Now it is time for radical confrontation, not discussion. Logic. You mean like that movie, like that book they wrote in the eighties after the ball, (laughs) <laughs> the game plan to get mass homosexuality and all that mess into the mainstream. Now it's time to just force it on us. Well, I ain't going for it. You know, just like that law, they have a law in New York City that if businesses refuse to call a man a woman that it says it's a woman and this kind of stuff, that they can fine them up to $25,000. Crazy stuff like that. The body of Christ needs to rise up and say, We've had enough. You know, in the first century, Nero, you know, they, they would kill Christians. They would put pit on him, tie him up on a stake, and light up his gardens at night so, so he can party. Or they would put Christians in a um arena. People sitting in the stands eating the equivalent of popcorn, watching them getting ate alive by lions and tigers and wild beasts. Well, they're laughing and yucking it up in the stands. We're not facing anything near that. Polycarp was burned at the stake because he wouldn't pinch incense to Caesar. He said, for 86 years I've been serving God and he ain't never turned on me. I ain't gonna turn on him now. They didn't ask him to quit worshiping God. They just said, hey, sure, along humble yourself to Caesar and then you play around with your guy too. No, you refuse to do it. But we got these Christians that's laying up on their butt like this joker behind me doing nothing, waiting on God to do everything. When God put us here to be salt and light, we got them kind of Christians. We got these Christians that vote for these folks that tell you, that tell them that they hate the God they worship. Tell them that, but got them convinced that they need them Democrats instead of trusting God. Moses led the people across a dry bed when the water was held up because he trusted God. David slew the giant. With his rocks, the guy had a giant sword and spear and stuff because he trusted God. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego survived the fiery furnace because they trusted God. You know Gideon beat a whole army with just 300 men and some bugles because he trusted God. We got a lot of Christians, Democrat Christians, that don't trust God. They trust the Democrat Party. They won't say nothing when they see that the very God they claim they serve is being offended. How could you love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul and all your strength and do nothing? How is that possible? Okay, let me finish up with Mr. Cracker, Ms. Cracker. What matters is not figuring out why it happened, but making sure that it gets crushed. Because we're talking about the lives of trans youth. There's no such thing as a trans use. There's no such thing. This person, there's nobody born like that. You're born male or you're born female. Now if you start mutilating your body, then you're a male with a mutilated body or a female with a mutilated body. But there's no race, no, no gender of people that came out the womb trans. It's nonsense and demonic. Okay, let's say here. What matters is not figuring out why it happened, but making sure that it gets crushed because we're talking about the lives of trans youth being crushed or not acknowledged by some of this legislation, the performer said, we're talking about on the smallest level and on a national level, real persecution. So it doesn't matter where it came from. it just has to be stopped. You know what? I agree that our persecution needs to be stopped. Persecuting Christians all the time. I'm sick of it. He added, we can make it irrelevant that he's running if we show up and vote. We have in the past. I know that we can do it again. Well, we got real problems with this voting thing in America. I don't know if Trump or anybody could win right now that's not a Democrat because it's not how many folks vote, it's who counts the vote. And we can't trust the count. So unless we get that thing straightened out, we're going to end up being perpetually unaccounted for or in a civil war, because I don't believe for one moment that we've had a legitimate vote. In 2020 or 2022. And if many people are thinking the way I'm thinking, it's going to get to the point where something's got to give. Because these people, they're ready to destroy us, crush us. They want to silence us. And I believe if they couldn't, and that's not good enough, they'd want to destroy us economically or lock us up if they could. The only thing that's protecting our First Amendment religious rights right now is the Second Amendment. The fact that we have guns, that's it. Without that, we're in deep doo-doo because these people do not care about us. These people want to destroy us these people are the enemy and the sooner Christians understand that the better you can't fight a war if you don't recognize who the enemy is and we're in a war so if you don't and if you don't realize that you're in a war you're going to keep getting whooped so so Let's go to the next one of our lovely topics that we got here. Rapists in women's prison. I hope I can get through with everything I want to get to today. I may, I don't think I'll be able to, we'll see. Man who repeatedly raped 13-year-old girl and took pictures of his assaults, transferred to women's prison. This is a story December uh, 19. Um. Wow. Let me see here. I'm trying to see if I can see the name on this thing. Hold on. Oh. I missed the name. It's come from Blaze News, but I'll just have to get back to who wrote it. Anyway, what Courtney, excuse me, Courtney Well. Courtney Well. Okay. <laughs> A man sentenced to serve decades in prison for horrific sexual assaults against a 13-year-old girl has reportedly been transferred to a woman's prison after he began sometimes identifying as a transgender. So you got this rapist who raped this girl. And just like I think I talked about stuff like this last week. So they done took this guy, put him in a candy store candy store for him. Approximately 20 years ago, Brett David Sona, who now uses the name Brooklyn Sonia, met a 13-year-old girl in New Hampshire and convinced her that he would help her launch a modeling career. Parents, you got to watch out for your kids. During the course of his photography session with the victim, Sonia began asking her to take off her clothes and eventually to perform various sexual acts while he continued to snap pictures. He also took the girl all the way to Los Angeles, California, where he sexually assaulted her again. The accusations against Sona were so heinous that attorneys had difficulty finding enough jurors who would agree to hear details of the case. Ain't that something? Folks didn't even want to get near this mess. They couldn't be impartial. In 2005 and 2006, Sonia was convicted in both states of dozens of charges related to child rape, sexual exploitation, and child pornography. He was sentenced to serve a minimum of 22.5 years and a maximum closer to 40 years for the new Hampshire assaults. Once he serves at least a minimum sentence A California court will consider whether to impose further sentencing for the California assaults. Sonia was transferred, (coughs) excuse me, to Washington state prison in 2016, approximately a year after he began identifying as transgender. The prison transfer itself is not unusual. States regularly transfer inmates to prisons that might better suit their needs. So now it's about the needs of this person instead of the needs of society. Even when those prisons are located in another state, Sonia was initially placed in various men's prisons in Washington, but according to an exclusive report from Redux, he has now been transferred to a Washington Correctional Center for Women because he claimed he feared Male aggression. Well, Wasn't he a male aggression? Huh? Wasn't he? Uh. After at the facility airway heights, a Washington law passed earlier this year now forbids the disclosure of the transgender status of current and former inmates. So it is difficult to confirm whether Sonia, in fact, was transferred to WCCW. So now and then they got to the point now where they don't even want you to know. They don't even want you to know if they got some guy in a woman's prison now. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? They don't even want you to know that. Wow. Well, Luckily, there are still a few brave whistleblowers willing to try to expose some of the alleged secrets of the system. In this case, a man going only by some of the alleged secrets of the system, excuse me. In this case, a man going only by the pseudonym of Sean has come forward to claim that he knows for a fact that Sona has been placed with women. Sean has a close family member Serving a sentence at WCCW. And Sean's family member and other WCCW inmates have expressed to Sean their fear of Sona, a 54 year old male predator. I'm worried about my relative being alone in the restroom and the prison trying to force her share a cell with the man, Sean told Reduck. What about the families? of their 13, 14, 15 year old daughters having a shower and be in a bathroom or a gym changing clothes with dudes, teenage boys that don't belong there because they identify. This is sick people. And it's time for American society to wake up to it. Sean also reported that Sona isn't even trying that hard to convince women at the prison that he's one of them. <laughs> he's probably trying to let them know, Hey, I'm available. You know, that, baby, you know, we work something out. He was saying that he's both. He identifies as a man sometimes and as a woman sometimes. I know he looks like a regular middle-aged man with glasses. My relative says that he, does it look trans at all. His mannerisms are manly, no makeup, nothing to suggest he's trans. Sean suspects that Sona may prefer to serve his time in a woman's prison for two key reasons. WCCW is considered to be a camp cupcake with fewer restrictions than male facilities. And of course, WCCW provides easy access to vulnerable women these incarcerated women have profound trauma histories mostly at the hands of men yeah can you imagine that they're in jail who knows what the heck they got in trouble and who knows who they got in trouble with but now they're in jail they can't escape and now they got a they don't have to watch their back just against male prisoners. I mean, excuse me, female prisoners that might be, you know, want to get them. They gotta watch their back against this dude. Ah, <sighs> let's see. The incarcerated women have found have profound traumatic histories, most at the hands of men, as my family member explains. The Washington Department of Corrections the same. They don't matter, and it's okay to re-victimize them and cause them further trauma. They are saying they don't matter, Sean alleged. Sean also reportedly furnished Redux with at least a list of eight biological male convicted of violent crimes who are currently housed at WCCW under the pretense that they suffer from transgenderism. Those men include a serial killer and a man convicted of raping and murdering a woman in 2007. Sean claimed that sexual encounters between male and female inmates at WCCW are common. No. Yeah. There are some very aggressive men coming in here, Sean insisted, about WCCW. And all of them, all of them are having sex with women. Hey, you a sexual predator. You a sexual predator against women. What else can you? You can't ask for nothing better than this. You get three hots and a cot. You ain't got to worry about going to work. And you got all the poontang you want. (sighs) Still, according to Sean, Many of the female inmates remain wary of Sona. Oh, man. At least one woman is terrified and uses a buddy system to visit the bathroom. Wow. She's always brings a friend. A search for Brett Sona and Brooke Sona on the Washington Department of Corrections website did not yield any result. He is still listed on the New Hampshire Department of Corrections website, though his location is listed as a non DHDOC facility. Sometimes in 2021, dozens of demonstrators gathered near WCCW to protest housing male inmates at the prison. Folks, man. Didn't I say this stuff is demonic? I mean, we're, I mean, we're just living in a really demonic age. Uh, not, And we really need to think about what's going on here. Let's look at this for a second. First Corinthians 10, 21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. You remember the Democratic Party used to say they were the party of the poor. They want to take care of people and help people. You don't hear that that much anymore. And I don't even think these folks in the Democratic Party believe that much anymore. But they're still stuck in it. But they're believing all this other stuff they're being taught and told and they don't recognize what it says in first timothy chapter 4 verse 1 and 2 the spirit clearly says that in the latter time some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons such teaching comes through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared with a hot iron All this talk about transgenderism, all that stuff is demonic. God didn't create a transgender, anything. God created man and woman. And these people you put in sexual predators in facilities where women are? Demonic Democrat mind lock. Now I wanna try to squeeze in one more Aspect of this, and we may have to revisit this next week or another time because there's no way I can get to euthanasia and abortion and border ID today. But I want to talk a little bit about the poor while time is still on my side. But let me show you this gentleman. Oh, I want to discuss for a second. Yeah. Yes, sir. This is Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. He's a man. The Democrats look they helped him out after they got rid of De Blasio. Well, De Blasio's two terms were up. The way uh Democrats seem to operate these days or the voting system operates these days, if De Blasio could have got a third term, they probably would have kept him. But Adams is the mayor. And the headline of this article says New York mayor warns of service cuts in order to prioritize illegal immigrant as title 43 Expires. Did you hear what I just said? Did you get what I just said? Hold on a second. Let me get this out of here. I'm trying to get oh man. What's all this? All this. All this. All this. There he is. All right. New York Mirror one Warns of server cuts in order to prioritize illegal immigrants as title 40 to a fire Democrats always talk about they cared about the poor. We got thousands of poor Americans on the street Thousands throughout the country But they're letting millions of illegals in here and who have no money And see some of these governors like in texas and stuff. They're they're shipping them up to new york city All these people are sanctuary cities where they welcome these people. Now it's costing them so much that the mayor is talking about we're going to have to cut services to citizens so we can take care of these folks who don't belong here because we want to keep people who don't belong here, here. Even though they don't belong here, that means that the folks that pay the taxes to take care of the people that don't belong here is going to have to suffer and pay more taxes, but they ain't going to stop bringing the folks here instead of telling their president, to seal the border like Trump was trying to do and send all these jokers back home where they belong. New York Mayor Eric Adams warned that the federal uh, COVID-19 immigration law Title 42's expiration may force the city to slash public services to deal with an expected influx of illegal immigration. Our shelter system is full and we are nearly out of money, staff and space. It shouldn't be home, it should be Americans in them places. Truth be told, if corrective measures are not taken soon, we may very well be forced to cut or curtail programs New Yorkers rely on. And the pathway to house thousands more is uncertain. Adams, a Democrat said in a December 18th statement, these are not choices we want to make, but they may become necessary. And I refuse to be forced to choose new arrivals over new yorkers well he just said it he just said he was gonna choose new arrivals over new yorkers this is a joke i'll say it again we need a plan we need assistance we need it now but he won't tell the president to stop it you know do your job seal the border send them folks back home so we can take care of our people It's simple folks, but the Democrats want all these illegals. They want all these people here. They want more people sucking on the government titty to give them, government mammary gland, excuse me, to give them more power through the vote. They want to make these folks citizens and make them dependent on the government. Officials say that in the past several months, New York has received tens of thousands of individuals who illegally cross the U.S.-Mexican border. That's the key word, illegally. Hell, if I, if I run out the street and do something stupid, they'll put me in jail. Why don't you put these people in jail instead of housing them with our money, paying for them with our money, and letting them stay here but they don't belong here. The governors of Arizona and Texas have repeatedly sent busloads of people to the cities of New York, Chicago, and Washington. The Democratic mayor of El Paso, Texas, has done the same following a lengthy court battle. A court ruled that Title 42, a COVID-19 uh, rule invoked by the Trump administration in early 2020, could expire on December the 21st unless the U.S. Supreme Court intervenes. Well, the court has intervened and put a pause on it. And I don't know what they're going to do after that. The ruling, the rules. Uh, pending expiration has triggered warnings from Republican officials, including Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who on December 18th called on the court system to reinstate it. The flow of asylum seekers to New York City has slowed in recent months, but the tool that the federal government has used to manage those coming over the border is set to expire this week. And we have been told in no uncertain terms that beginning today, we should expect an influx of buses coming from the border and more than a thousand additional asylum seekers will arrive in New York City every week. Why should we even think about this? Trump was going to seal the border. He was going to seal the border. He was he was he was building to stop the border. I mean, the people from crossing. And they and they talked about him. Oh, you know he he he's xenophobic. He he hates illegals. I mean, he hates Mexicans and Puerto, You know, people from south of the border. It's not about hate. I don't know any of you, any of you, that if some joker just walked into your house uninvited, you let him stay. I don't. I, I I've never met one Democrat that admitted they would do that. So why are we letting all these folks come into our country who don't belong here? It's ridiculous. Ah, See, we are in urgent need of help and it's time for our state and our federal partners to act, especially those in Congress who refuse to provide the financial resources or issue temporary work authorizations necessary for the individuals who live properly. No, they shouldn't be doing any of that. They should be saying, stop it, go back home. You know, do you know that if American went to Mexico illegally and tried to get a job, you go to jail? And, and, and look, I'm not gonna even play this silly game. There are Republicans that want illegals here too. They want to drive down wages. They want to let these folks come in because that brings up their profit margin. So that's not just a Democrat party on some of this illegal activity stuff. This thing goes both ways But It hurts the American citizen because if it drives down wages, it's going to drive down the citizens wages And it also forces the citizen to compete with illegals for work Trump was trying to stop that Matter of fact, he had the mexican president put troops on the borders to stop it while he was building the wall but the press who doesn't care about the average american city they just play the game that they do they they eviscerated him they talked about it like he was a monster the democrats talk about it like it's a monster and what did the democrats do once they took over they let every illegal that want to come here come here I'm just going to read this last paragraph because I can't finish this article. Earlier this year, Adam's administration declared a state of emergency after several buses filled with illegal immigrants were sent from Texas to New York City. At the time, the city had 61,000 people, including 20,000 children in its shelter. People want to say, oh, what about the children? Hey, I feel for children. But I'm not going to sacrifice my children to take care of somebody's children that doesn't belong here. In the 1950s, Eisenhower sent millions of folks back where they belong. And we need to do the same thing. You know, we need to quit electing these jokers that don't really care for the American people. We need to put in people that care for the American people. Why vote for a politician that's going to take care of somebody that doesn't even belong here? Why should we have to suffer? We're only suffering because we're too stupid to stop it. And we stop it by stopping them. It's time for us to wake up, take care of business, and get all these jokers out of office. They're antithetical to God, antithetical to the American people, and are just hurting us instead of helping us. And we need to eviscerate this media with this lying tongue. Quit supporting these jokers that just lie and deny the truth. This is Sam Tolly. I'm out.